Forces of evil, the globalists, the deep state, the cabal, the technocracy, the corrupt media want to divide and conquer us. Freedom-loving patriots, MAGAs, those clinging to their guns and Bibles, and those awake to the reality unfolding before us. I'm your host, Becca Marie, along with Stella Padilla, and you are listening to Freedom Speak. I'd like for you to check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can click on the radio replay link and listen to playbacks of any of our previous shows, and also check out the resource page. You can get the podcast of this show on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Want to send us your questions and comments? Email us at Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. And now you can listen and watch us live on this show every Friday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, complete with a call-in line so you can join the conversation. If you want to do that, just go to our website, freedomspeaknm.com, and click on the Rumble link. So I had a lot of thoughts uh, about a certain topic, which actually I've thought about quite a lot for a long time, in which I have been thinking about how people are just going along. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about the religion of silence that, me, uh, that seems to have taken hold with so many people around the world, in which the radicals have intimidated you into keeping your mouth shut about the insanity rotting the core of our civilization. So all my patriot friends, freedom fighters, brave warriors, MAGA Republicans, and those who aren't afraid to stand up to tyranny... Have you asked yourself why so many people are sheep being led to their slaughter? Have you ever asked yourself why so many people are still falling hook, line, and sinker to their old do-as-you-are-told or I-was-only-following-orders behavior? We actually even still see people wearing masks when the evidence is clear that they do absolutely nothing but make you look stupid. But what about people not seeming to give a crap about what is happening at our southern border or people not seeming to give a crap about the corruption in Washington, D.C. or in our own state or parents not seeming to care about the perversity their children are being shown and taught at public schools. That's what I'm talking about. But I'm also talking about the behaviors of living the American dream and forsaking all signs that it may be coming to an end. Because Americans overwhelmingly have been indoctrinated into passivity, passivity <laughs> and we don't even know it. Where is the spirit of fighting for one's country gone? That spirit of the American Revolution? Or that fighting spirit of the civil rights battle? What about the world wars? Where has the fighting for your country's spirit gone? I believe many of us who claim to love America and what she represents have been indoctrinated into being selfishly absorbed into the singular idea of living the American dream rather than fighting for the American dream. This inward focus of American privilege has been running that fighting spirit for decades. And isn't it just with Americans? It isn't just with Americans. Oh, no. This is a human disaster, the destruction of countries because of selfishness of its own people. It's not just a selfish, tyrannical leadership problem. Let's look at the Jews in Germany. They just wanted to live the dream of freedom and were doing just that up until about 1933. When the Nazis came to power in Germany in 1933, Jews were living in every country of Europe a total of roughly 9 million Jews would be occupied by Germany during World War II. By the end of the war, two out of every three of those Jews would be dead, and European Jewish life would be changed forever. Before that, Jews could be found in all walks of life, as farmers, tailors, seamstresses, factory hands, accountants, doctors, teachers, and small business owners. Even though many families were poor, some were actually very wealthy. 
In September of 1791, Jews were emancipated in France, which meant that all legal discrimination against Jews and the other citizens in the country was ended. Jews were later emancipated in Greece in 1830, Germany in 1871, and in Norway in 1891. Up until that point, I would say things were going their way. They were being recognized and laws were passed against discriminating against them. They were given some legal rights. And I wonder if that, along with their living somewhat free, contributed to their just be quiet attitude. I often think about what makes people so passive. What makes people so blind to what is right in front of them? For example, let's look at Venezuela. Venezuela's elected, or maybe they didn't really elect, Hugo Chavez in March of 2013. He went over the country's poor with a platform of so-called 21st century socialism. During his 14-year rule, socialism indoctrinated the masses. By the time Vice President Nicolas Maduro took office and began ruling with an iron fist, it was too late. They had sealed their doom by their selfish greed that fueled socialism. And I believe that the passivity with which America finds herself in is because of our own human selfishness, a selfishness that started at our beginnings. Remember these great words from the Declaration of Independence? We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I don't think that the Founding Fathers intended for this to be a self-centered approach, but now I see it with a different perspective. After fighting Great Britain for the right to govern ourselves, America settled into living the American dream, in which one of the greatest documents the planet has ever seen was produced. Subconsciously, I believe, we slipped into caring more about ourselves rather than others and our nation. So if you've been indoctrinated with the YOLO, which means you only live once, life motto, you will never fight for others or let alone your state or your country. Of course, this is a moral issue, putting others before yourself, a concept which can be found in the Christian Bible and in a free country, after all, we can't legislate morality, but we sure can legislate immorality. Remember the phrase, my body, my choice? We actually have seen definitive proof over the past couple of years that this phrase only pertains to killing babies, both inside and outside the womb. It has nothing to do with control of your own body. Even those that were spouting this phrase gave control of their bodies to the government. Remember the mandated clot shots and mask mandates? I won't get into how passive indoctrination in organized churches contributed to the decline of the fighting spirit. Make no mistake, God wants us to fight for righteousness' sake. There are many examples of this very thing in the Bible. And what is worse? Some of you don't even want to know about what is going on. I hear that from people all the time when they know what I do. And they say, well, I don't really want to know about that stuff. <laughs> Just as long as you can keep living the dream... I hear people using that phrase all the time. Hey, what have you been up to? Oh, living the dream. <sighs> How long is that going to last? You may vote every four years and you think your fighting is done. It was such a sacrifice for many of you to go vote on election day. For some of you, you weren't even willing to do that. It was such an inconvenience that you used a mail-in ballot or an absentee ballot. The tyrants of the world love you because you're giving them every opportunity possible to steal your vote. 92,000 Republicans did not vote in New Mexico's last gubernatorial election, many of whom claimed to be constitutionalists, conservative, and law and order kind of people. Oh, how far are we falling from the days of the women's suffrage movement or the days blacks fought to vote? As I sat down to write this, I began to understand our destruction, 
It is us. It is the self. We are so into our own comfortable lifestyle that we don't even see what is coming, let alone have the will to fight to maintain our right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which, are, which we're enjoying so much. I've heard some say the greatest generation produced the most selfish generation. We are still, and even more so, the selfish generation, but slipping into a depravity generation rather quickly. Have you asked yourself why so many people are like sheep being led to their slaughter? Have you ever asked yourself why so many people are still falling hook, line, and sinker to their old do-as-you-are-told behaviors? I sometimes look around at my fellow human beings and I'm ashamed of what they've become. Will all those asleep living the American dream wake up in time? Or is the American dream going to end up being like one of those great dreams you had while sleeping and then wake up to realize that real life is nothing like that at all? And then sometime after that, it becomes a distant memory that you can no longer remember. My good friend Corrine Rios helped me write that one today. And we both were on the same kind of line of thinking of, you know, how we we're feeling about things. And she said, oh, you know, Becca, I, I've got some great ideas. I said, oh, send them over to me. I had some great ideas. We put that together together. That last part was totally mine. <laughs> So I'm here today. I've got Aunt Thornton in the studio with us. And, of course, I've got Stella in the studio. How are you doing today, Stella? I'm great. Welcome to New Mexico. Bienvenidos. And I hope you're all having a great day. Did that opening monologue uh, kind of cheer you up? I think about it every single day. It's really depressing, you know, to think that people can't think for themselves and they can't see the total destruction that's upon us. And they just go on life like it's just a normal day and sometimes they say well they're going to do what they want to do with you anyway which is probably true the government's just going to keep doesn't mean we don't fight no if you fight you just give in you know throwing the towel i heard another radio host the other day saying you know well i'm not talking about you know violence or anything well it might come to that you know we try the peaceful ways first um we got the second amendment for when the peaceful ways don't work you know, when the tyrants totally take over and they're breaking the doors down of your houses and they're dragging your children away and they're confiscating your guns and, and they're, they have, an, have a total surveillance state going. And, uh, oh, that's right. We've already got that happening, right? Already. How many children are missing every single day? And why aren't people any looking into it or, or demanding something from the government or state officials like why are their children being taken and they never see them again and what do you do just go along living like nothing happened I know so Ant yes how are you doing I'm, I'm, I'm good how are you I'm doing great uh, glad to be here thank you for inviting me to to the Becca's Corner <laughs> into, into my into my, my little Wonderland studio yeah, yeah, here exactly no this is great uh your your monologue was it's if you listen to it it, it could be very depressing if you, if you if you think about what's happening to the country but I guess I'm more positive uh, in a sense because it was it was titled the American Dream and I think the American Dream says that if you you know follow the rules work hard uh, that you can accomplish anything in this country yeah and uh, and I believe that dream is still alive. So I haven't given up on that dream. And and so I, I believe that that still exists in America. Uh, unfortunately, what we're seeing is that we are finding that there are people who are breaking the rules, not working hard, and given uh, being given things by the progressive left so that they think that that is the, the road to success. It isn't. Uh, I don't think you can name a single individual who has been given things by the government, who is successful today um, in the sense of how we would classify success, depending on how you want to classify success. For most of us, it's you know raising a family, having a home, having a good job, and just living your life and being free of, of, of the 
regular turmoils and just not, not having to worry about the, the regular, you know, problems that one has in a, in a typical uh, life. Uh, that would be success for most people. It doesn't mean you have to be a millionaire or a billionaire and, and fly, you know, fly across international borders and have a yacht and all those kinds of things. That's not necessarily success for, for a lot of people. Um, and so I think what Americans dream about is still those basic you know, being able to raise your family in, in, a, in, a, in a nice neighborhood and, and just live your life. Um, so, so I'm more positive about the American dream in terms of, of, I think it still exists here, but I do have concerns about what is happening and that uh, we are getting to a point where um, lawlessness seems to have uh, foothold now in our country, because I say if we're not if we're not a if we're not a country of, of laws, we are not a country at all, and uh, and right now we're getting to that point because we see what's going on in the federal government, we see what's happening with all the corruption that's happening up there, and yet no one, no one is being prosecuted. That to me is a travesty, and uh, and it's uh, and it's frustrating because we all see it. And so you say, you say we're silent. We're not doing anything about it. Well, I think it's time to not be silent anymore. And yeah. We've got to start speaking up. And we've got to start telling everybody whether they want to hear it or not. Let them know what's going on. Because a lot of people are clueless. They're not paying attention. Yeah. You know, they don't watch the news on a daily basis. They're or trying the, or they're the problem to, is they are watching the news. And, and they're not, getting, they, the, and they're not yeah. getting the message. That's they, right. You know, I, I talk to people all the time in, in you know, my everyday life because I, I do – actually do a lot of other things other than this <laughs> like yesterday i was out on my atv just tearing it up there on the on the dunes um but uh, i was talking to my friend that was there with me and uh, he's he's a freedom-loving patriot but at the same time he he told me that you know i just don't i don't watch the news i don't really want to know what's going on and it's like i can understand that i mean i've I've talked about before about things like cognitive dissonance and those sort of things, and, and you see these things, and you see enough of them, and it just stresses you out so bad that you, you just don't want to do it anymore. And so people, they, they do. They stick their head in the sand. He, he even told me, he says, well, I guess it sounds like I got my head in the sand. <laughs> well, it's like, yeah, really? Yes, it is. <laughs> you know? Um, but but I, I understand, you know? Um, but at the same time, I mean, if, if we don't do something, I mean, you know, I... People like us, you know, I know we've been out there. We've been out there speaking out. We've been standing up for what we believe in. But, you know, uh, the people that are speaking out and standing up are in the minority right now. As a matter of fact, even even a lot of patriots don't even bother showing up to the polls to vote. And I can tell you what, those those people, those tyrants and, and their followers that, that want to, you know, bring about socialism because they think it means free stuff for them because they're too ignorant to realize that's a total lie, um, they're going to show up in mass. Right. They're going to show up in mass for the free stuff. Yeah, well, like when you said 92,000 people. A little closer there, Ant. When you said 92,000 people, uh, Republicans did not show up to vote in the previous election, uh, that could have turned the tide. Totally. Uh, and so, so we have only ourselves to blame for that. That if either the message wasn't right or, or we weren't really getting to them. But every Republican in New Mexico needs to understand, because we are outnumbered, that they have to vote. They have to vote. And if they do that, we can actually win. Yeah. And uh, and we and that was the message that we had carried all across the state when we ran in during our campaign, and it was one of those things where we said each one bring one. That was a simple message. We said each one of you, mm-hmm. as you go to vote, if you're not bringing, and we're not talking about your family member, we're saying each one bring one, bring somebody else from outside, a friend, uh, a relative, but bring somebody else to vote with you. That would have doubled the votes, and easily we could have won the election had oh, everybody yeah. done that. Oh, yeah. And so the fact that we had 92,000 absent, there you go. Right. It is. And, you know, and, and not only that, but the Republican Party in New Mexico is a mess, too. And I'm sure you know that firsthand. It's, it's a mess. I mean, they're not the, – the Republican Party um, is not supporting uh, the candidates that – fully supporting the can, all the candidates – that are that are getting nominated that the people want there i i don't really understand why they do that i i i heard from somebody that told me oh it's like well you know they they thought that um they thought ron Ketty had a better chance to win if if these people were kind of just kind of in the background and we didn't bring them out too much um 
But, you know, I, I think that's such flawed logic. I, I think that that if they would have presented the people that we had, you know, you, Audrey, all the other people, that as, as together as, hey, together we can change New Mexico. We're the dream team. We can do this. We're all standing together on this mission to do these things and to end this corruption. But no, they chose not to do that. And it kind of makes me wonder, was it intentional? Did they intentionally throw the election? Is it really the uniparty that some people suspect it is? Well, um, so let me back up. So, okay. Okay. So I understand where you're going with that, but let's start. First, the Republican Party in and of itself does not run campaigns. Each campaign runs their own. Mm -hmm. And so from that perspective, you can blame the campaigns. Uh, as a running for lieutenant governor, I had my own campaign. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then the governor has his or her own campaign as well. They're independent campaigns until you get into the, to the general, in which case they become, they're still independent campaigns, even though you're a ticket now you're still independent campaigns. Now, one of the things that we did do, uh, we did approach the uh, the governor campaign and, and suggested that we try to get something together where we could advocate for um, the team. And because it was really gonna be, to win, we needed to win as a team. Right. And so, um, like you said, we had uh, a pretty diverse team uh, behind Ron Ketty. Um, they opted not to do that. Uh, I don't know what decisions went into that final decision, but they opted not to go Bad decisions, path. in my opinion. It and a lot a, of people feel the same way. It was a decision they made. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and you know, we, we could only offer ourselves up, and that was all we could do. Uh, but uh, strategically, it was a decision I wouldn't have made. And, no, and, and I wouldn't have I, I would have, I, as I mentioned, to, and I've told this to others as well, I said one of the things I would have done differently, and the only thing I would have done differently in our campaign is I would have presented a united front and said, you know, look at all these folks. It could have been a quick 30-second commercial. It could have said, I'm running for, quote, governor, and then, and here's the team I'm bringing with me. And you could have shown Henry Montoya. It could have shown uh, um, myself. Could have shown uh, Jeremy Gay, uh, Audrey Trujillo, um, and 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 could have just shown the entire team of folks behind him. Said, not only bring me along, vote them in as well, and we're going to change New Mexico. Totally. It could have been a huge, could have had a huge impact on convincing some of the people that were sitting on the fence to say, you know what, maybe it's time for a change. Well, you and know, so, and I and I think uh, I I believe that imagery, like last week's show, I talked about mm -hmm. uh, bias in the news, and I talked about one thing that is very powerful are images. And, you know, I think if we could have seen an image of the team right. together, all of them, it's like we're united. We are going to change New Mexico. We are going to fix these problems. Instead of just one person by himself and then other people, uh, which some of which had limited resources, right. um, were just kind of dangling out there and not able to run as, as strong a campaign as they would have liked to, whereas – the governor's campaign could have pulled them along and 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 added. I mean, Audrey came close to winning, right? You know, and with virtually no money. No money. Yes. No money. Exactly yes. Right. Imagine if, with a little bit of help, she could have been pushed over the finish line. Well, the Republican Party—that's what they say. We need to unify. We have to be unified. But they're the last ones that are actually doing it. They claim unification, but it's not happening within the party. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would agree that we could do better. Uh, I think one of the things that uh, is I think something's happening right now. One of the I've been talking to a few people, and one of the things we've been trying to discuss is going forward, getting ready for the next series of elections uh, for all the for all the candidates. Uh, the Republican Party ought to be working with the legislature because all of them are going to be up for election, Senate and the House side. But we ought to have like four or five key messages that we all use, so we're all being consistent. We have the same message that can resonate with not only our party, but can resonate with the other side as well. And that we need to have a sit down to do that. And so I know there's a group that is starting to look into pulling together uh, you know, the key people to come up with what those four or five messages should be. And that, and if we're consistent with that, you know, it could be like the border issue, the education issue, the parental rights issue, you know, school choice. It could be a, a number of those things, but we need to figure out what they are and be very consistent with that message going forward so that 
everyone is hearing it from all the different voices and it starts to resonate because mm-hmm. otherwise we're sort of fragmented and we're not unified. And I think that's something we can good, we can do much better on. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people talking about unification and, and to me that means we need to be working uh, as a team. We need to be helping each other out. We need to be pulling each other up. Uh, those that those that are that are struggling that don't have as much money you need to you need to pull them up a little bit those that do have money pull them up a little bit help them out we need to look at this as a team effort I agree uh, because if we still have elements of corruption in our government uh, it, they're going to be standing in our way and yep. you know in my opinion I think the Democrat Party in its current state is completely lost. Um, and I think we need to replace every single one of them until they until they figure out who they are again. Well, I wouldn't say they're lost. I'd say they've been taken over by the progressive, the progressive left. There you and go. So it's mm-hmm. so it's not that they they're lost. It's just that they've eliminated any moderates or conservative Democrats from their party, and they only support the the woke left, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's so the Democrat Party that at least I grew up in back in you know the early days when I used to be a Democrat <laughs> is not the Democrat Party today. No, and and so they have left uh, the the farm basically and so people the people who are not paying attention haven't realized that and they continue to vote D I think that's one of the main points that we have to bring up is that the Democrat Party is not us it's not who has, I mean since JFK right it, we need to bring that up because some of the, that's probably the only way we're going to wake up the Democrats to realize what we're saying is true it's not the same party it's been taken over and all we need to do is identify those three or four or five key issues that, that point toward the fact that do you really believe that uh, the, the school should tell your kids that they can be, uh, they can have modifications with their sex and their gender without parental consent. Most people would go, no, I don't, I don't accept that. Well, your party does. That's what your party wants. Right, right. And I've, so, and if we gotta, we gotta make that known to them that your party, is, this is what your party wants. Is that what you're voting for? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I pointed this out, I believe, last week, uh, Aunt, that. I think a lot of these people that are voting Democrat, consistently voting Democrat because their parents voted Democrat, right. their grandparents voted, it's, it's tradition to vote Democrat. And, and I think what's going on is kind of like my friend I told you about that it sticks his head in the sand. He doesn't know anything. And I think a lot of these people are the same way. They simply do not know some of the horrible things that the Democrat Party stands for right now. And it's like, uh, how do we, how do we, how do we get the, get through to them? How do we let them know? I don't know. Well, I, like I said, I think if the parties can do anything to help that, that's where consistent messaging can make all the difference in the world. And that's where we got to, that's where we got to move toward. And I think uh, that's where we have to start. And then once from there, there's some other things we might continue yeah. forward. But we got to start with the consistent messaging. Okay. One. Well, we got lots to talk about during the show. I've got a, a bunch of notes. Um, I think maybe in the next segment we might be talking a little bit about people being desperate for attention. I, that, that's that's something I've been thinking a lot about lately. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. We'll be right back. a trailer to haul something around check out my friends at jp trailer sales they've been doing business in albuquerque for seven years whether you're hauling cars landscaping equipment dirt or your favorite off-road toys jp trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs they have open trailers enclosed trailers and can even do special orders you'll always receive great friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast in Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. 
let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Would you like to advertise your business right here on Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella? Get in on the ground floor with insanely low prices and become one of our preferred advertisers. Lots of fellow patriots would love to do business with you. All ads include free production of your commercial using your own voice or ours. Your ad will run on all of our live streams and podcasts on multiple platforms. Our audience is growing by the day. Send your info to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com to get started. Would you like to move on from being a keyboard warrior to owning your own media? I'm Floyd Cisco with Spoken Words in New Mexico. I can take your event to the next level by providing cameras, microphones, video switchers, and other hardware to turn your event into a professional production. See what I've done for others and what I can do for you at rumble.com slash spoken words New Mexico. To get started, send me an email at spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Again, that's spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Here with our guest, Aunt Thornton. Talk a little bit about the um, problem with politics and the lack of um, unity within the Republican Party. Now, you know, one thing I've, I've noticed is there are a lot of Republicans in the Republican Party, and, and I talked about the terrible R, RPBC meeting that I went to recently. And in which they're screaming unity, and unity to them is very similar to what unity with the Democrats means, in which you shut your mouth and you, you do what you're told, and you go along with our plan. Otherwise, if you don't, then you're a bad person. You're a traitor. Hmm. You're standing in the way. So unity does not, does not mean that dissenting voices shut up. And I think... All voices need to be heard because um, a lot of these dissenting voices have some good ideas. No, I think that's good. I think that's true. I I used to tell people um, the worst thing that the Democrats uh, hate most is diversity of thought. And um, so I'll, I'll speak back to the days when I was an executive. And, and I remember I used to be in a room and we'd be tossing around different ideas and I always wanted people who disagreed with me in the room. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is, uh, well, sometimes there's a, someone, there's always someone in the room who's more quiet, and and there's always a talker in the room. So the talker gets 80% of the voice, and <laughs> yeah. they want their way. So you know how that goes. You've seen people like that. Always. But then uh, what I would always do as an executive is I would go around the room and say, well, what, is your, what do you think about this? And what do you think about this? And I'd get different opinions. And then usually the quiet person who'd been listening the whole time would come up with the solution, I, but I would ask. They wouldn't volunteer it. And what, so what I found is diversity of thought is really, really important because if you want to make the best decision for everyone involved is you need to hear all sides of the issue. And, uh, and so that's always stood with me and I've always tried to do that when, wherever I go, is that there's always, everyone has their own opinion. 
but it's not necessarily the right right opinion. And until you hear all sides of the issue, you're never going to make the best decision. Uh, Democrats won't accept that. They will never hear the, an alternative view. You, you, you told the line, and that's it. And if we're doing it on our side, then we need to question that because that we is do. not – that is not. I haven't attended a RPBC meetings. Well, since I you know, back. I spoke up during the meeting. I said, "You guys are acting like Democrats. You are acting like the very thing that we supposedly don't agree with, and you're acting just like that." You know, do you believe that in order to beat them, we need to be like them? We don't want to be like them, right? You know, we're completely opposed to how they are, and I'm not talking about dem- registered Democrat voters. A lot of them are just, in my opinion, ignorant to the reality of what's going on. They need to, they need to, I don't know, they need to get their head out of the sand and they need to pay attention to what's going on. They need to see what the kind of uh, awful things that the, the Democrat establishment is trying to do to children. Right. I think uh, Zella had it right earlier. We were talking during the break and she was just saying we need to get the voice out and, and share with them what the Democrat Party actually is doing and then ask them, do you support that? And if you don't, you need to vote differently. And, yeah. and, and I think that's a simple message to convey. And like I said, you can point to four or five things that they're doing that I think 90% of New Mexicans would not agree with. Right. You know, they would not, absolutely would not agree with. And yet, we're allowing it to happen. And so, once they understood what's really going on, and, and let them question you and say, go back, check, you know, here's the facts. Mm-hmm. We can, we can, I can share with you where this is. I can share with you what just passed in the legislation. Yes, they're allowing you to, to now, teachers can't even report kids who want to get a sex change. Are you kidding me? I mean, you do that to my child? Not that I have any, I don't have any children. But if I did, and they did that without my knowledge, oh, there'd be hell to pay. Well, I mean, it, it was. It didn't used to be this way. I, literally, the flip, the switch flipped when Biden got elected, and I knew it was going to. I knew that that's what they want. I knew they wanted to do some really crazy things. I actually never imagined that they it were going to do that. Ha- it probably would have happened with Hillary had she be, oh, had oh, she it, won yes. Trump. Because yes. at that point, they would have said, we've sealed the deal after Obama. They would have thought, oh, Hillary's in. Now we can just go crazy. Yeah, when they started pushing the transgender uh, agenda on, on little school, uh, you know, school-age children, I'm thinking, wow, I didn't see that one coming. It's like, you know, yeah, killing babies even after birth. Okay, I saw that one coming. But, but to, to mutilate uh, little children and to brainwash them like that, right. I, 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 that's, that's, that's beyond me. And that's why they want to take them from you earlier, like at three right. years old, because they're more impressionable when they're three years old. Sure. And the person that spends eight hours of a waking day with your child, they'll be listening to them more than you, who has to put them to bed, brush their teeth, get their homework done. You're... They're, they're filling their heads at school, and they have more time. They get them earlier. And children are easily influenced when they're young. They are. They are, and especially with uh, the, the Internet and smartphones and things like that. Yeah, I talked about uh, – recently I talked about the, the dangers of your child having a smartphone. Children should not have smartphones, period. I would agree with that. And, their, and, their, inter- and their Internet usage should be monitored closely. Exactly. You know, because – there, there is, there's anything on the internet that they can find. They can find pornography. They can find violent uh, um, videos in which people are being murdered. I mean, that even goes on on the internet. Right. Uh, just all kinds of really adult content material. Everything in the world is on there. And it's like these pe- I, I see so many people do it. It's like, oh, well, you know, all their friends have a smartphone. It's like. Really, you're you actually are going to go with that? It's like that's you know that's something I grew up with. I credit my mom to this so much. She she taught me the lesson very well when I was a kid that you don't don't go along with the crowd if the crowd is not doing the right thing. That's good. That's yes, good. I was going to say that's uh, what is the appropriate age for a child to have a, a cell phone when they can get a job and get their own, <laughs> pay their own bill. <laughs> so so you're saying you with until they're eighteen. Uh, they they should not have be given a cell phone. I'm 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 just I, I'm struggling with that question only because I'm not a I'm not a parent. Yeah. And I and I and I would have fear 
if they're bo- certainly below 13 or 14, I would not have let them have a phone. Oh, oh no, no, you don't get it. I wouldn't give them a smartphone at all, ever. Okay, ever. It's like, no, it's like, it would be it would be like when I was a kid, okay? Back then, all we had were, were you know, landlines, okay, okay right, exactly. in the house. And and I wanted to have my own phone so I could, you know, talk to my friends and stuff like that. And I asked my mom, hey, mom, can I have a phone in my room? When you get a job and you can pay for your own. <laughs> it's like, that hasn't changed. I'm, I, I still think that's a great idea. Why, why, why has it changed? You know, the only thing that has changed Just is that now that phones cost a thousand dollars, and and the monthly phone bill is like four times as much as it was when I was a kid right. for a landline. So that's changed. That should be even more reason not to. But but just for the reason that kids need to learn how to earn things on their own. You know, I've I've heard even a lot of rich millionaires uh, uh, make their kids earn stuff. It's like no, I'm, I'm just not going to give them that I stuff. I think Trump did that with his. I think he did. Children. Yes. He made you, you know. Yeah, he says, I'm rich. You're not. <laughs> yeah, you're not rich. Yeah, you got to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, so that's why I say, you want a smartphone, you want one of those smartphones, then you're going to appreciate it a whole lot more if you have to go out and get a job, pay for it yourself, right. and pay for the monthly service fee. And, and, and I figure by the time they're old enough to pay for it themselves and have a job, then they're probably old enough to make some smarter decisions. Gotcha. No, I think that's right because I, I, I would I would really be concerned about the access to just any level of information is uh, unlimited now on the internet. Mm-hmm. You can get to anything. Like you said there's pornography, uh, there's smut, there's there's um, violence, and all of these things are easily available now to impressionable children. And when they see that kind of stuff, either that's either going to desensitize them. Or it's going to tra- traumatize them, yeah, uh, in one way or the other. And so, uh, and n- neither one of those are good options. No, they're not. And and you know another thing too. And this kind of goes into a topic I was thinking about is is how these these kids are growing up with these self image problems, mm-hmm. which is which is a lot of how they're pushing this whole transgender agenda on them too. Right. And, and you know they're indoctrinating them into that. But you know these kids, they see all kinds of stuff on the internet, and they see uh, other kids supposedly that are about their age, and they don't really look the way they really look in real life. There, there are so many filters now that you can use when you're on the internet to make yourself look like a different person. Really, I, I haven't found those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to find. Yeah, you don't need one of those. Man. You're an attractive guy. But anyway, so, uh, but I. Uh, so what they'll do is they they basically get um, this self esteem problem mm. to where it's like oh I got to look a certain way or this and that and they just get bombarded with that stuff and they get bombarded not only that but they get bombarded by advertisers that are trying to sell them crap and uh-huh. and 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 you know they're they're getting into and you know one thing I talked about about the internet a while back and these search engines like Google and things like that they they track what it is you're looking at on the internet. And when they look, see what you're looking at, they make sure that you get more of what you're looking at because their goal is to keep you on the phone all the time. I want to, that is definitely true. Cause I know for a fact, like if I buy something on Amazon, uh, you know, I don't know, you pick something. All of a sudden, I see ads all the yep. time coming up on my phone for that same object. I'm thinking, I just bought that. Why do I need to keep seeing more ads about you know socks or yeah. something like that? Yeah. And so they definitely are tracking us. And then they're sort of targeting ads for that particular individual. So if they see something that you're interested in, they will continually throw that in your direction, especially if you buy it, right? Because then they're seeing that's a money source. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's... Uh, it's it's kind of crazy because we're living in a world right now. In fact, I was. I know we're not going to talk about AI, but I wanted to bring it up. We can it? talk. About, actually, I would love to talk a little bit okay. about with you. You know, yeah, to because, get your perspective on it. You weren't around when I talked about it last time. Oh, so, okay. no, yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and get into your perspective on it because it actually fits into this topic. Well, with it, so AI is now the artificial intelligence mm-hmm. is is you know they've released it with Chat GPT and and uh, it's sort of the. The, the algorithm where you can just query and it will answer questions for mm-hmm. you. And so I, I did a little thing just this morning, and I haven't posted it yet. I'm going to put it on Facebook. But I asked, uh, I asked it for a list of scientists that do not believe in anthropogenic climate change. Oh, okay. And the AI came back and says, as an AI bot, I cannot give you a list of, of people that are against this, but I can tell you that most scientists claim that climate change is real, da-da-da-da. 
So then I asked the exact That's same very question. biased. Then I asked the exact same question. Can you give me a list of scientists that that support anthropogenic uh, climate change? Oh, here you go. And it gave me a list of 10 scientists. Of course it did. And I went, that proved to me, and that's using the latest app. I got it on my phone. Right. It's the, lat, chat, the chat GPT, that's the latest, and it's, it gives me a list of 10. So the algorithm is already biased in terms of the kind of answers you're going to get. So people need to be aware and very careful about what they're getting back from there because it is going to have a slant to it. Mm-hmm. And it already, I'm seeing that it's a leftward slant. Yeah. And so whoever's developing these things, if it were a true AI algorithm that was just going to go out and query, there are plenty, it could have gave me a list of 10 scientists that were against climate change and it could have just listed them. But because they gave me 10 names of people, NASA Goddard and everything else, of that support it. And I thought, this is very interesting. And is that actually a bot that's responding to you? Yes, it's a oh, bot. Oh, well, because Becca loves to fight with the bots. Yeah, yeah I, I, fought with, I fought, I actually won an argument with, with one of those chat B, GPTs a while back. I, I What I did is I kept asking questions and kept honing it in and back them further in, further and further into a corner about right. the Second Amendment, and it finally crashed and cut me off. Did it really? Yes. <laughs> she exhausted it. I just wore it out. <laughs> you, kept, you kept narrowing it down. And, then, and then they banned me after that. They wouldn't let me back in after that. Seriously. I kid you not. Wow. I'm on their I'm on their blacklist now. They wow. won't let me in anymore. Well, just sign up under a different name. <laughs> I, that's amazing. So, but but I think people need to be aware. And and this is out in the wild now. Okay. And 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 while there are some really good benefits of AI, and the fact that it can. One of my biggest concern is it's uh, students in the education system. It's going to make us dumber because you're not going to have to do anything. He said, "Compose, uh-huh. compose me a, a 300 word uh, paper on this," and boom, it will do it for you. I mean, I've actually made it compose a, a poem for my wife on her birthday. And it did. And it was a good one. <laughs> yeah. And I shared it with her. I said, I didn't write this. I said, the, the bot did. But she liked it. You know, and it was a good poem. But see, this is the problem with having AI, though. People are not going to be, you're not going to be thinking anymore. You're just going to accept whatever it gives you as, as a truth. truth. Yeah. And it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. And so we got to be very, very careful about AI now that it's been released into the wild. Yeah. Well, especially if it's got bias. Yeah, it does, and I can prove it, <laughs> and I will. I'm going to send that out tonight. <sighs> yeah, I proved it too when I did the Second Amendment argue with okay. it. You know, I got it to agree with me, and then it then it tried <laughs> it, then it tried to back <laughs> backtrack, and it's like, uh, no, no, no. I already got you to answer this question in one way. It's like let's go let's go a little further with that question. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've gotten pretty good at that okay. by doing this radio stuff, asking questions. Well, and... I think people need to recognize, though, that you don't always accept the best. I mean, if you want a simple question, like give me the – I thought that was a simple question. You know, give me the give me the top scientists that agree and give me the top scientists that disagree because I was going to go do my own research. Right. And uh, and boom. So I can't give you that. I mean, I can't give you any, anybody that's against this because it's it's real. And I, I personally don't believe it is real. I, I don't believe cl- climate change sure, certainly exists. Climate well, change is, climate is, change is, happens all the time. time. Exactly. I mean, we have seasons. That's climate change. Yeah. And that's every year. And that's, we have cyclical uh, climate change overall, too. There's true. proof of it. There's proof of previous ice, ice ages. ages. There's, there's proof of times in which it was very hot on Earth. There, there is proof uh, that they have found that proves that at, at numerous times during Earth's history that there were times in which it was nearly uninhabitable, and, in which it wiped out almost every species. On the planet, right. and there are also proof the times where we have huge, huge ice ages, ice ages when the carbon dioxide was almost uh, five times higher than it is right now. Yeah, and yet it was, and it was in the middle of the ice age. So it, this is not a result of of uh, man made at all. Well, you know, my opinion on that, Ant, is that what they're going to do is they're going to – nature has a way of balancing itself out. Mm-hmm. But if you go in and you are actually able to significantly tamper with nature, which I think they're trying to do, it could have some very bad consequences because I don't think they really know what they're doing. Oh, I, oh, I agree. I mean, but in terms of trying – Carbon dioxide is a minuscule gas in the scheme of things. It's mm-hmm. 400 parts per mi- per million in the atmosphere right now, 400 parts per million. And if it doubled, it wouldn't change a thing. And so 
it's it it really wouldn't because it's a small part of percentage of of the atmosphere and so to this this draconian uh, attempt to limit all all production of using natural gas and and things like that is is ridiculous and it's and all it is is really just an effort to control the means of production which is socialism yeah and so but they're using climate change because you're going to save the earth as the mechanism by which they can do that yeah yeah so yeah so you know, I was thinking about this topic of, of especially young people when I was talking about young people don't shouldn't have cell phones or smartphones. <laughs> if you it, okay, cell phone. If you really, really believe that your child needs a phone to be able to call you in an emergency, get them a flip phone with a limited number of minutes and yeah. say you will only use this in emergency to right. call me, and that's uh, I will be the only person that you call. Do they make flip phones still? They do. Okay. They do. Cricket does. A lot of old people still use them okay. that can't figure out how to use smartphones. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's good, though. But I think, yes, if you need it in a case of an emergency, that would be the best way to do it. It's, it's used this only in the, in the event of emergency. You yeah. can't use this to, to search the Internet on. No, and yeah. you're not going to do that on a right. flip phone. You know? that's right. a, you know, that's, that's all they need. Oh, you need a phone to call? Oh, well, here you go. Here's a nice little flip phone. That's good. No, yeah. I think that I, I would agree with that because yeah. like I said I would be afraid of, of what my uh, child would be exposed to nowadays. And uh, uh, this is probably another reason why I didn't have children. Well, <laughs> you know, like one thing that happens to me, and this seems to happen a lot on Facebook, no place else happens on Facebook. I am constantly getting just out of the blue people uh, from just who knows where in a foreign country or across the United States somewhere want, sending me friend requests. And it's like, and then I'll go through and I'll look, and they have pretty much no profile. Right. It's like, okay, that looks suspicious. Right. You know, um, Facebook is just wrought with um, scammers Mm -hmm. and people that want to rip you off or who knows what, you know. And it's like, I'm on to these people every time they do it. You know, it's like, um, sometimes just for entertainment, I'll I'll accept a friend request from one of these people, and I'll just kind of screw around with them for a while okay you know interesting yeah i've, I've had the same thing because without fail they always say oh i just think you're so beautiful i just i just really want to be friends with you it's like <laughs> how do you know you want to be friends with me i could be a really awful person for all you know <laughs> have you even read my profile no they haven't read my profile it's right. like well then how do you know right how do you know i'm a beautiful person yeah you know i could really suck as a person, as far as you know, <laughs> no, no. For some I, reason, no they, one would ever think that. I, I hope not. I, I try. I like people to like me, but you know, I just, I. Uh, well, for some all reason, they have or, to do is listen to you. I've, I've always said Rebecca's that's got the best voice. I mean, I love her voice. It's, she has a radio voice. Yeah, she's got that great, but it's kind of a demi more to me. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I started doing doing radio, I would have people all the time on the street when I talked to them. It's like do you do radio work? And it's like, no. They said, well, you should. You sound like you have a radio voice. And it's like, really? Okay, what's a radio voice sound like? I don't know. But but for some reason, these scammers target me. I don't know if they do that, if that happens to everybody else all the time. It happens to me constantly. It happens to everybody. Does it? Does it? I get a lot of requests and I look at them and I go, Mm -hmm. like you said, there's no profile. They've been on maybe two weeks or something like that. Yeah. And they have like four followers. And you go, okay, I don't know these people. And, and they may be from China or Thailand. Or uh, who, like you don't that. know where, where, really where they're That's from. That's true. That's you know? true. And they do that on dating sites, too. They do the same thing well, on dating sites. Oh, they're all over dating sites. Yeah, I'm single. <laughs> if I was on a dating site, my wife <laughs> but, would let me know right She away. will hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you better stay off them dating yeah, sites. Exactly. I would be afraid to, to know what Glenna might do to you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you got to sleep at some point. Yeah, really. <laughs> And she knows how to use the gun. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I yeah I I don't know. I could be that maybe we're public figures that that just that instantly gets their attention. I I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know. No. What I, what are they going to try to? I know ultimately they're going to try to rip me off somehow. So you, you you've got this. You, got, you just know that they're they're coming after you in some form or fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess I never felt that way. I just felt like these are people who are trying to gather friends, and they're just they're trying to friend everybody they know or or don't know, and just see as they get as many. Because people, like you said, I think some people look at social media as their way of feeling better about themselves. Okay, so here's here's a question I have. Okay, so you say that you've been getting those kind of requests mm-hmm. on social media too. Is it for men or women? Both. Both. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
I almost always get it from men. Really? Yeah, okay. almost every time. Okay. And I just, I was just kind of wondering. You know, it's like, eh, I don't, I, I, I got to thinking about, it's like, are these just really, really pathetic, desperate people? <laughs> or are they trying to scam me? They're very smart. Maybe they like you. They, they use the internet to scam, so they're, they're pretty smart. I yeah, think. but so if you like somebody, let's assume you assume you take them on as a friend. How can they scam you after that? I mean, otherwise, with other, a sad story. Oh, I yeah. See. Oh, my child oh, is oh. so sick, and I just and need I five thousand dollars. Yeah, send it to Nigeria, and, yeah. and, I, and I'll send it right back as soon as I yeah. get this yeah. job that I have. And oh, oh yeah, okay. they're all full of I'll promise yous. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. They don't yeah. do anything though. Yeah, yeah, they do. I think ultimately, what they want to do is. They're never going to be local. And even here's another thing I noticed too. Even if their profile says they're local, I guarantee it 99.9% of the time you chat with them and they will find it, they will give you some BS excuse in which, oh, well, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I live in Albuquerque, but I, but I, I, I live out in, in England now, or I, I do something like that, or I, or I, or I'm deployed in the military, or, or, or something like that. The military is the best yeah. one. That's yeah. what they always use. And so, so what, what I do is, like I said, I, I kind of screw around with them a little bit. I had some fun with one the other day that said they were from Albuquerque. And I said, oh, really? Well, that's awesome. Where? How long have you been in Albuquerque? Oh, for a long time. It's like, oh, really? So red or green? They had no idea. They had no idea. Well, I, I like red a lot, but blue is pretty good. It's like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> busted ya. It's like, I'm sorry. If, you lived, if you've lived in Albuquerque for a long time, you know no. what that question means. Exactly. So it's like I thought it was brilliant that I thought of that question. <laughs> yeah, if you, don't, if you don't know that question within the month or two of living here, you're never you're, you've yeah. never lived here. Yeah, and and to make it worse, they said they'd lived here a long time. Oh, yeah. It's like okay, yeah, right. And and so right after that, I had enough. I said, you know, you're lying to me. I don't right. know who you are, but you're right. you're lying to me. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't had anything like that. I, again, I don't. I don't have time to play with people I don't know on Facebook. You don't have boredom moments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. sometimes when I'm not doing anything, it's like entertainment for sure. me. It's like I like to. I like to outwit them, and it's like it's like, and back them into a corner, kind of like I did the the Chat GPT. I, I backed it into a corner and crashed it. So I'm going to try that. With I'm going to keep questioning it. Yeah, what you do is you. You ask you 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 have a place in which you know you want to be, right. okay, and then you then you ask strategic questions to kind of work your way that direction, and basically put it into a situation in which it's going to contradict itself, mm-hmm. and that's when you're going to crash it. Kind of remind remember the old episode of Star Trek where the androids uh, captured the the crew of the Enterprise, and 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 Spock said to the two beautiful android women that were both identical, he he says to them, he say, he points to one and says, "I love you," and he pointed to them and says, "But I hate you," and and the and the one that he said, "I hate you too," she says, "But why why do you hate me? I look exactly like her." He said, "That's exactly why I hate you." <laughs> <laughs> it's like ar, ar, doesn't compute, doesn't compute. Right. Smoke comes, starts coming from her head. <laughs> so, so oh, that's how, that's how you that's how you that's how you crash Chat GPT is right. You, you know, kind of use that same kind of logic. That's good. Yeah, I, I will work on that. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have fun with this. Oh, it's it's fun. It's great entertainment. <laughs> but I gotta warn you, they're gonna block you and well, lock you out after you do that. <laughs> It's not the end of my life if they do. So. But but like the thing you were talking about with the um, with the climate change thing, you could go about that with a different strategy, sure. a longer strategy, right. in which you could trap it into that, and then it, and then watch what it does. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. I, I definitely want to because there's plenty of data out there, and I'm gonna force it to go out and find it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so I'm gonna find. I'm gonna name a few folks and say, "Here's this. What do you think about this?" You know, and see what it says. And so uh, I'm gonna force it to to right. learn that right, there is right. an alternative side. Oh, I know you can do it. Right? Yeah. Aunt, you're a smart guy. I, I, so. I'm dying to hear about it after you yeah, do it. You have to fun. tell me the story. That'd be fun. Um, Wow, we didn't really get too much into the topic I wanted to talk about. Well, we'll do that in the next hour. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, what were we going to talk about? Oh, I was going to talk about uh, about uh, people uh, oh, use, doing self-destructive att- uh, behavior to get attention. Oh, yeah. It's I, saw get, that. It's, I saw that Popeye guy. Yeah, it's becoming more and more uh, popular, unfortunately. But, but he's it's rich terrible. and famous now. That's why they do it, I think, because it, it brings in a lot of money. 
But is it worth the money, you know? And maybe it's not. Yeah. They like didn't to, think about that so, part yeah, while they, they were doing they all this stupidity. Yeah. So they talk about influencers and, and bringing in additional money. How does that work exactly? So if you get so many followers, like if you have 20,000 followers, does that make you a, an influencer? Or do you have to have a million or more? I don't know. I've often wondered that, that myself. Because you know? I've heard now there are kids who are growing up saying they want to grow up to be, quote, an influencer. An and that influencer, bothers me. Yeah. And I'm going, that's a real career. Well, you got to do things to get people's attention exactly. to be an influencer. So, so that can be a very bad. Right. And we're going to talk about that. Okay. All right. So you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Uh, hang around for the second hour. We'll be right back.